Welcome to another edition of Forgotten Athlete Podcast, brought to you by your boy Joseph. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, I got some. I mean, obviously, uh, it's Monday, twenty uh, eighth of March. Uh, three days until April Fools. Um, hopefully, I get some April Fools jokes sent my way, um, and we will maybe have a podcast on there. You know, uh, on that day. Um, but um. Yeah, man, you know, my weekly podcast, I just wanted to talk about uh, some things going on in the sports world, um, you know, NFL, NBA, you know, a little bit of March Madness, and uh, kind of go from here, but um, I think we should start with the um, NFL, I'm sorry, the NBA, and um, kind of go from there, I kind of talked about it a little bit on my Twitter, uh, follow me at Joe Spitta, Twitter, uh, both my Twitter and Instagram, um, around the world if you're listening, um, but um, yeah, I mean, what I wanted to talk about was how the Lakers are, uh, I mean, mainly the Lakers, uh, the playing scenario, uh, what Lakers have to do to, you know, win and whatnot, um, and um, kind of work my way through there, um, kind of work my way um, talking about the Lakers loss last night, um, and um, talk about what the issues are, um, you know, despite um, the good first half that they played. I, I watched the first half, and they played with so much effort. 20 up, 20 points, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, Lakers won this game, you know? I, I, that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's my thought process, and um, I'm, I'm watching the game, um, and then I um, I go meet my friends up for uh, for lunch, uh, so I'm not really watching the game anymore, um, and um, get back uh, home, and I see the Lake, Lakers are down by five with a minute left, and I'm like, what the heck? So I go through the box score, um, and uh I'm trying to figure out what happened in the game, just like any other fan would do. And I'm looking at the box score, and I saw LeBron, because I I watched the game, LeBron was going off in the first half. LeBron had, I think, 23 or 25 in the first half. And um, LeBron finished with, I think, 33 or something like that, or 35. He had finished with, what, eight points in the second half, which is, uh, oh, he finished with 39, I'm sorry, 39. Um, But yeah, I'm looking at the the box score, and um, pretty much the biggest thing for me was um, uh, the turnovers uh, difference. And kind of um, comparing everything on, um, you know, from that. And the biggest thing, you know, Lakers had 15 turnovers, um, and the um, um, the um, Pelicans had seven turnovers. Um, and then the Lakers were also outscored by I think 16 points um, in the uh, in the um, or 12 points. Sorry, I was looking to look at the basketball. Twelve points in the first half, um, and um, they got scored by sixteen points in the third quarter. And um, listen to me, I think um, what 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 happens in in basketball is teams go on runs, and the thing about it is the Lakers they go on runs, and then the other team bounces back with another run. And they just lose all their confidence that they had. They're like, oh, we can't come back from this. And you kind of saw that starting to happen uh, before the All-Star break. Uh, but, and, you know, you know, and, and, and they were making comebacks. You know, the Nets game on Christmas Day, they came back. Uh, the Warriors game, they came back. You know, they didn't win those games, but they came back and they, and they, were, and they lost by one position at the end of the game. That's fine. That, that, those type of losses build chemistry when you have a struggling team like the Lakers, you know. When you have a struggling team like the Lakers, these type of efforts, these type of games, these are supposed to, games you're supposed to build on, and Lakers haven't done that. And I think that comes to just overall leadership, uh, coaching, 
And, um, you know, I think accountability and, and, and that all, and that's from, you know, every angle. I think that's just from, um, every angle in, 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 in general and, you know, how to talk to people, you know, how to engage in leadership, you know, ability, um, taking accountability for your actions. Um, that all folds on the, the, the best players on the team, the older veterans on the team. And we haven't really seen that from anybody, you know, and, um, I'm, it's just sad, you know. I think the Lakers need to, um, you know, figure out a way to, you know, start a rebuild. Uh, because LeBron James, as much as we want to say that he's the best player in the NBA and whatnot, the best player in the NBA doesn't get the 10th seed. All right? They don't lose to a Pelican team. I don't care if AD's out. They were, y'all were, we were up by 20 points. Lakers were up by 20 points at halftime. They are up by 23, as much as 23 points. And they lose the lead. So... All I'm saying is when you have a when you have a situation like that, that situation is destroyed. There's no going back. There's no coming back from this. And I'm a Laker fan, and I'm saying this. I'm I'm speaking publicly about this because I don't want to happen next year is we try the same thing over again, but instead of being in Russell Westbrook, we trade for John Wall. And the same thing happens again that happened, you know, this year happens next year. I don't mind having to struggle five, ten years. Listen. I, I, I've been a Laker fan ever since Kobe and Shaq. You know, I was born in '94. Got my got, got my first number eight jersey when I was uh, like in third grade. And, you know, so I've been a I've been a I've been a Laker fan ever since I was born. My 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 uh, uncle he was a huge Laker fan. Well, he still is a huge Laker fan. He, he showed me clips of Kareem Magic. Um, you know, uh, James Worthy, Eddie Jones in the '90s. Nick Van Exel, and then when you when you or, you know Shaquille O'Neal before Kobe came, you know, so when you think of these type of you know his historic moments, when you think about this type of company that the Lakers have you know enriched on, you get to thinking, it's not worth it. This part of our struggling is not worth it, and we got to bring in people else. We we got to bring in somebody else. Um. But you know, switching topics, let's let's go to the NBA. I'm sorry, the the uh, March Madness. Uh, St. Peter's lost yesterday. Uh, moment of silence. Moment of silence for St. Peter's. Um, great team, great foundation. Um, Callaway, the coach. I didn't know that he was an All American. That's pretty crazy. Um, and he went to. I think he went to. I don't know what college he went to, but played with Kobe at the McDonald's All American game. That's. And he won MVP. I think they said um, Callaway Holloway. I think his name is. Um, but he's for sure going to get some looks at some top D1 schools. Um, I, I would assume that he gets a job offer this summer uh, to go coach. I don't know if he'll take it, uh, but, I mean, St. Peter's was good all season long. Uh, my brother, One of my brothers, uh, Zachary, told me about St. Peter's, like, early on in the season, and I didn't really, I'm like, St. Peter's, oh, whatever, dude. Like, St. Peter's, like, some small school. Like, they got a population, like, they got a school, I think, like, 8,000 people go there or something like that. So, and the university is like a, looks like a high school in New Jersey. Um, so, they won, they beat Duke, or they beat Kentucky. I want to say they beat Purdue next. And then, oh no, they beat someone before Purdue. I forgot who they beat. Uh, Wisconsin. I think it was Wisconsin, maybe. And then they beat Purdue. And then they lost to, um, 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 was a train of thought. Don't know who they lost to. Forgot. Uh, but regardless, you know, I think um, St. Peter's was a good school. 
Um, you know, they had a good moment, but I mean, I don't see that coach staying there for too much longer. I mean, would you stay there? Um, I mean, my whole bracket is screwed up because of St. Peter's. Um, and I hope he leaves. Freaking bum, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they're also North Carolina. So we have the final four, North Carolina versus Duke, and then Kansas versus um, um, Kansas versus, geez, Louise, Kansas versus Villanova. Sorry. So we got uh, two two seeds and two one seeds. Or no, one AC. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, this March Madness has been crazy, man. It's been really crazy. I mean, it's, it's not something that you would expect, like, least expect just because of, uh, you know, how the world's been since 2020. I mean, we got – you don't know what's going to happen, you know. We've seen so many upsets uh, from from the past uh, that would normally not be upsets, um, you know, in college basketball, college football. Um, we saw Auburn beat Alabama this year. Um, I'm trying to just think on top of my head. We, You know, we've seen, like, 16-point underdogs beat NBA teams. I think the Magic beat the Jazz this year uh, or last year. You know, just things are becoming crazy and crazy in the world of sports. And I think – just shows you goes to show you that this game is not about skills. Everybody who's on D one can play the game of basketball, and that's just people don't understand that. People think that people are better than them or whatnot. Listen, no one's. Be- I mean, people are obviously going to be more talented, but at the end of the day, they can both y'all can both shoot the ball in the hoop. And that's the object of the game. You know what? What separates the good from the great, the great from the legends, is the effort that they give in. And you know, I think. For me personally, that's that's where I judge uh, the most uh, from people. But um, to the NFL, so we got NFL news. Um, I mean, not really breaking news, I guess, but um, kind of just talking about the free agent market. Uh, Jimmy G, Baker, uh, those are articles that came out. I want to say it was two weeks ago that uh, John Lynch was uh, looking to get a. Uh, he had offered second, two second round picks, and um, since then we've seen Carson Wentz get traded. We've seen. Um, Deshaun Watson get traded. We've seen Baker Mayfield request a trade. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, teams sign backup quarterbacks. So I don't know who offered these two second round picks, but um, it's kind of interesting that he has not been traded yet. So um, I was talking to my friends about it yesterday, though. I think I think they should just restructure his contract or cut him. I mean, you say, hey, 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 Jimmy. But they should have done this first off. You say, hey, Jimmy, we're going to restructure your contract. Uh, we're gonna give you, you know, we're, 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 we're still going gonna to give you a guarantee, uh, but we don't want the cap hit to hit the twenty-three million dollars. So, you know, we'll just restructure it. So we'll give you a ten million dollars signing bonus, uh, and then um, that'll, that'll be your guarantee pay for the year. And um, yeah, and then they get they they get to recoup that money that they are doing nothing with besides just giving it to Jimmy G uh, when it's due. So the Niners have poorly, poorly. Uh, in my ability, I mean, in my expertise, uh, blown this. And I think the reason for it is because of the uncertainty of Trey Lance. And yeah, we've seen that Trey Lance is, um, you know, we've seen reports of him being a starter. We've seen reports of him uh, wanting to, um, you know, uh, be the best quarterback he can be for the Niners organization. We've seen him training and whatnot. But I still don't believe that the um, Niners are confident that he can play uh, like Jimmy G or win games like Jimmy G can. And I think that's what they're waiting for. I mean, his shoulder injury, uh, Jimmy G's shoulder surgery kind of put the pressure on the Niners to uh, get rid of him fast. Um, And um, they couldn't do it. 
I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I just don't understand. If you, I mean, I I would take a third round pick for the guy. You know, at this point, I don't even know if they'll get a fifth round pick for him. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not an expert trade guy, uh, but from the value I've seen, I don't think he's gonna get anything more than a fifth round pick for him. I mean, why would you trade more than what you're getting back? It doesn't make any sense. So, it really doesn't understand. I mean, I really don't understand um, how um, the Niners uh, thought this through. Um, I mean, you know, this is going to be a very interesting uh, three months uh, before mini camp starts after the, I guess, two months because we're already in April. Um, you know, be- before mini camp starts and people start getting in for um, activity. Um, but if Jimmy G's at the training facilities with Trey Lance, it's going to be kind of interesting. It's going to be, it's going to, you know, create some drama, stir up some drama. And uh, we like drama. <laughs> so if, if we can get that, that'd be perfect. Um, that'd be what I want. Uh, but, you know, if it doesn't happen, then, you know, it is what it is. And uh, just like that, we're going to Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's a guy that I think that needs to be traded. Um, if I was the Browns, though, I would not trade him until we figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Is he going to be exempt? Is he going to be on the exempt list? Is he going to get suspended for four games? He's suspended eight games. And the way he's played is this. Hey, Jim, hey, hey Baker. This is bad. We know you don't want to be here, but you do want to be a starter in the NFL. Nowhere in the NFL you're going to start because what you did last year. So what I, we're, we're going to do is let's do this. Just start watching suspended for four games. Let's put you. Let's, let's, let's give you four games on film. You know, get you the best trade value. That way you can, you know, make the best, uh, uh, you know, trade scenario for you, and you can go into it be a starter somewhere. Um, you know, next season, mid season. You know, and if it doesn't work out for you, then it doesn't work out for you. But at the end of the day, you're in your contract year. The ball's in your hands. You're getting, we got to pay this $18 million or $14 million, whatever he's getting paid. He's getting paid a lot of money this year. So we got to pay that to you. So at the end of the day, the ball's in Baker Mayfield's hand. He has the ability to, 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 to show people that he can be the bigger man in a situation because he hasn't shown people that. All he's shown us – sorry, excuse me. I drink my coffee – but all he's shown us is that um, he's been the same guy as he as he always is, and I think what he's he's, he's playing is smart right now. He's just being quiet, not he's staying up for social media, not saying anything. Uh, I mean, probably he's he's probably reading social media, but you know he's not saying anything and whatnot. So at the end of the day, he needs to understand that you know he's not the team, and I think quarterbacks in general don't really understand that. Um, but he's not the team, and he needs to understand that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Baker Mayfield, I can see the Panthers trading for him. Um, I can see the Cardinals maybe trading for him as a backup. Um, he'd be good in that system, you know, with his, uh, um, you know, in a similar offense as his college system. Um, what else? Um, we got um, trying to think of some other scenarios for him that maybe he could go in there and start. Uh, Colts, near quarterback. Um, well, no, they got Matt Ryan, but um, they need a backup. You know, you learn from Matt. You sit back, learn from Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan. You know, because look, look what Mitchell did. Mitchell was smart. Mitchell went to uh, Buffalo. Even though he had more money, he went to Buffalo, learned from the Buffalo system, found out what Josh Allen was doing right, and look it. A year later, he's a starting job. People don't even remember what, Baker, what uh, Mitchell Trubisky looked at for the Bears. They don't care. 
But he's shown people that he has, hey, listen, I understand that I didn't play to the standard to be a starter in this league. So let me sit back, hold a clipboard, take some snaps, um, you know, late in games when we're, when we're up by 40, and, you know, let me learn from, from this experience. Sometimes you got to take a step back. Sometimes you don't succeed in a job. You don't succeed at what you want to do. So you got to take a step back. And that happens with everything. Happens with everybody. And Baker Mayfield, it's happened to him before. So I don't know why he's acting like this is the first time it's happened to him before. You know, so, you know, with that being said, I just I just don't really understand, um, you know, where he's going to get traded. He's making too much money for the uh, his production, you know. Same thing with Sam Darnold. Like, you know, the, the Panthers are stuck. They have to pay Sam Darnold. I think it's $19 million. That's something crazy. They So they're stuck. And Sam Darnold's just laughing to the bank. He sucked last year. He's going to suck again this year. Um, but the Panthers, they, I think the Panthers don't want to trade for him because they don't want to put $40 million worth of uh, cap room into their quarterbacks. Because, look, you got to pay, pay Sam Darnold 19. Baker Mayfield, he's due 18. You got to pay him. That's $37 million for two players who are below average quarterbacks in this league. I mean, like, if that's not a problem, that's a problem. So, you know, with that being said, uh, I think uh, what, what, the, what the Browns probably will do is keep Baker. Um, and I think the Niners will keep uh, Jimmy G, um, you know, probably until the uh, draft day, Niners. I think Niners trade him on draft day, try to suck, soak, soak it in. Try to get people's, you know, because quarterbacks are going to get taken higher than what they are. And, you know, let's be honest. People are wanting to get quarterbacks. You know, I'm tired of seeing these mock drafts with no quarterbacks. People need quarterbacks. Teams need quarterbacks. And teams aren't just going to let people just, they're not going to draft other positions besides quarterbacks if quarterbacks are available. I don't care if they're first-round talent, second-round talent, third-round talent. It doesn't matter what it is. You win games in this league because of your quarterbacks. You're not going to not drop the quarterback in the first round if you need a quarterback. You know, you're not going to prioritize another position over another position. You know, you're just not. Quarterback is the most, you know, important position in the NFL. And, you know, that's why they get paid the most money. That's why Deshaun Watson just got $230 million guaranteed. You know, because he's the most, he's, 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 he plays a position where it's the most important. You know, it's the entire offense. And I, I, I'm seeing all these mock drafts and, you know, quarterbacks not being taken or only Malik Willis being taken. Listen, the, Kenny Pickett, he's gonna get, he's he's gonna get first, he's gonna be a first round pick. Sam Howell, maybe it's late, maybe an early second round pick, but he might get picked in the first round. So it's not it's not a matter of talent; it's a matter of need sometimes. And I think that's where the public doesn't really understand. Um, you know, the NFL, NFL's worried about what they need. You know, who can prove them right. You know, kind of, kind of uh, scenario. And um, yeah, man. I mean, I think um, this interval offseason has been crazy. Though. We've seen Matt Ryan get traded. We've seen uh, Jarvis Landry want twenty million a year. <laughs> that was crazy. I seen him. Want, I seen him want twenty million a year. He's hoping to get twenty million a year. I feel, he ain't gonna get. He he may get ten million a year. And uh, I think one of the biggest questions for free agency is uh, where's Odell going. Uh, how much money he's gonna get? Um, before the ACL injury, I was I was thinking he'd get two years, thirty million, about twenty guaranteed. But um, now with the ACL, I think he still gets in the twenty million dollar range for two years, three years. I think he still gets. I still think he's, he he. I, I still think he nets ten million a year. All right, call me crazy, but I think he knows it still nets that. If I was his agent, listen, man, guy came off an ACL injury, he still is productive, right? He had another ACL injury. Technology's so good, he'll be back. 
what October, you know, uh, maybe you know maybe late September. Uh, so he'll miss like the first two weeks of of the of the season. Uh, but he's gonna be rehabbing, learn the playbook. He'll know what to do. He's a talented receiver. He's productive when he's on the field. Listen, he gets hurt. Everybody gets hurt, all right. And uh, you know, if you don't want to pay him, then we'll go somewhere else. Someone's gonna pay him what we want him to get paid. You know, I mean, Christian Kirk got paid eighty-four million dollars, seventy-five guaranteed. Ridiculous, I know. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I think that's pretty much it for the day. Um, we're gonna uh, cut it off, and um, yeah, have a good rest of the day.